0: Pinterest is strictly a repurposing platform. You do not have to create fresh content other than designing a pin for Pinterest. It's not like you're designing a brand new blog post and you're putting it on Pinterest only. No, no. You take your YouTube videos and create a pin. You take your podcast episode, you create a pin. You take your blog posts and you create a pin. It's strictly a repurposing platform.
1: Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor, so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you, because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Today, my special guest is Sarah Motes. She is a Pinterest expert and really good at all things website development. One of those really super smart young whippersnappers that you just love because she is just so sweet and funny and smart. She, as I said, is a Pinterest strategist who helps service-based businesses learn how to use Pinterest to get more email subs, website traffic, and dream clients. And we are so happy you're here, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. I've wanted to have you on the show for a while now because I've been into Pinterest for years, but I feel like I'm just now getting my footing as you are working with Haley, my lovely assistant and daughter on our new website and getting us all hooked up there with Pinterest and the whole behind-the-scenes SEO, from that to the visual aspects and, and everything in between. So we are so thankful for you. And a lot of our friends, mutual friends, people in our mentorship have used your services. And so we are honored that you're here today. So why don't you share with us, when did you first become passionate about Pinterest.
0: Yeah, it's actually a pretty roundabout story. It's not like I woke up one morning and said, I want Pinterest for a business. That is not what happened. It's such a God story. So basically in in college, I was an advertising major and I took a web design class and I fell in love with the coding and the website design and all that. So I started... um, After a few years working in the advertising world, I branched off on my own, started a web design business. And what I was finding was people were coming back to me, my clients, they were coming back to me and they were saying, Sarah, we love our websites but how do we get more traffic to our websites? And I said, oh, just, you know, that blog content and stuff you're already creating, just put it on Pinterest and people will come over to your website. And they said, cool, can you do that for us? And I said, yes, absolutely I can. So that's kind of how it got started was simply going from websites to getting more traffic to now focusing on, Pinterest and helping other small businesses and nonprofits to get more traffic to their websites and therefore serve more people by putting their content
1: on Pinterest. So then you realized even back then what a giant search engine it was becoming.
0: Yes. So the way that kind of started is one of my first clients was a pregnancy resource center here in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. And they were Trying to get more clients. They were trying to help more women in these scary situations, but no one was coming in. And so I said, Hey, let's start a blog. Let's get this stuff on Pinterest. They started out with about 60 website visitors per month. And six months later, the beginning of 2020, they hit over 600 website visitors. And today, two years later or so, they're hitting 10K per month. 10K website visitors per month. And they have had more women walk in their doors than ever before because they're ranking first on Google Mm. for our area. So that's the power of Pinterest. Not only can you grow your business, but if you have a ministry and you're really trying to help people, it can also help you do that too.
1: So Pinterest really can help you rank on Google as well.
0: Oh, yes. Pinterest and Google play so well together. If you type in a search, maybe in your industry, you click on images, you're likely going to see other people's Mm -hmm. pins showing up on Google Images. They play hand in hand. Wow. I
1: didn't really realize that, but it makes total sense.
0: Yes. If you want to boost your SEO, get on Pinterest.
1: Well, Sarah, most of us use more than one platform to promote our content, and obviously I teach Instagram and you are using Instagram, but Pinterest is a completely different yet I think essential part of the equation because much like Google, as you said, it works hand in hand as a search engine. And so speak to that for a minute, the difference between Pinterest and Instagram and the advantages that you see.
0: Yes. So if you think, if you close your eyes for a second and you think of the sales funnel an upside down triangle here at the very top, the broadest part, that's how people get into your business. That's how people get into your funnel so you can start working their way down to a sale. So up here on the top part, if you divide it up into three sections, here at the top, there's going to be discovery platforms. This is going to be Google. This is going to be YouTube. This is going to be Pinterest. So that's the discovery part. And what I am finding here in the next part down is Instagram, Facebook, your email list, like those nurture platforms, more community, creating relationships. And what I am finding is that so many people particularly female entrepreneurs, are stuck in the nurture game, the middle part of that sales funnel, when they need to be getting serious about the discovery game, getting people into the sales funnel. Can Instagram grow your business? Yes, absolutely. But if you want to reach an even broader audience than just Instagram, get on Google, YouTube, Pinterest. It's going to make a world of difference in your business.
1: And I can see that. I totally see what you're saying there. It's just easier to reach more people from those giant search engines that people are using.
0: Yes. And I know, you know, so many women, we love Instagram because it has that community aspect. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you're a little bit more one-on-one with people, which I absolutely love that. But yes, take those other platforms seriously as well.
1: And yes, we all need to carve a little bit of time to get over there on Pinterest because I get a lot of clients and members in my community and even followers on Instagram. And they start hearing me talk on the podcast because we do focus largely on Instagram, but we talk about all the moving parts and the interconnectedness of other platforms that help us move along with our business. And we always end up talking about Pinterest. And it surprises me when some of our members in our insider mentorship say that they're not even active on Pinterest yet. And then I see their surprise and they realize, oh, I really should be using that. So... That's an important and valuable tool to get the word out about your podcast or your blog or your book or whatever it is you are promoting. So do you think it's doable for someone just starting out on Instagram to start dabbling in Pinterest? And how much time do you think a day would it take?
0: Mm -hmm. I would say if you're only on Instagram and you don't have a blog, you don't have Like if you're not actually creating content other than on Instagram, it's probably not going to be really worth your time. But if you have a website, if you have a blog or a podcast or a YouTube channel or something like you're creating content on some medium, then yes, Mm -hmm. it's going to be worth your time to put that content onto Pinterest. And it's not a matter of how much time per day Pinterest takes. You could literally look at it. How much time per month is this going to take you? Mm. My clients, my coaching clients at the end of it, they have told me it takes one hour per week. So about four to five hours per month, that's it. They just work it. They just work the pins, uh, creating the pins and publishing to Pinterest into their current workflow. So it's just a part of their process. You put a video on YouTube, you publish a podcast, create a pen, put it on Pinterest. I mean, it's just
1: a little checklist and Mm -hmm. it's really quick. That's very doable. Anybody can do that. That's worthwhile. And then it shows the payoff there. So, okay, let's get down to brass tacks here because I like to ask this question. What are some of your favorite Pinterest tools to use?
0: I have three favorite tools that I use. For all of my clients, all of my retainer clients, all my coaching clients, this is what I tell everyone to use. Number one, you're going to need a pin scheduler. Yes, you can simply log on to Pinterest. And if you're starting out and overwhelmed, just keep it simple for this phase. Simply log into Pinterest, click a board upload your pin and call it a day. Don't overcomplicate it. But whenever you're really ready to start growing on Pinterest and you're creating multiple pins for the same piece of content, we can go over that later, but you're going to want a scheduler. Why? I'll tell you. Well, your audience is on Pinterest at times you do not want to be working. People are on Pinterest in the evening. People are on Pinterest on the weekends. It's not like you want to hop up on Pinterest. Oh, hold on. Pause Netflix real quick, honey. Let me go publish a pin at 8, 17 p.m. Like, you don't want to do that. So having Tailwind as a scheduler is so important. It's called Tailwind. It is a official partner with Instagram. It is not considered a third party. It's actually working with pinterest and they know tailwind knows the exact times that your audience is on pinterest so all you have to do is upload your pins and it will put them in these little time slots at the weirdest times nine fourteen 14 p.m like it's just crazy the way it knows so number one tailwind get on tailwind number two I use Canva Pro for creating all of my pins. Now, some of you out there are Adobe OGs. I get it. I also started off creating my pins on Photoshop and Illustrator. That's fine. It's just a lot faster to do things on Canva, the exporting process, saving for web. Like you don't have time. If you want to be quick, do it on Canva. And so, so, yes, Canva Pro. And Ruthie, you use Canva Pro, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. My daughter, Haley, creates everything for me over there. And then I love that you can just have the templates in there. They're easy. If I need to go in, perhaps if she's off for the day or the evening and I forget something, I could just go in there, grab the template that I need, fix it and download. Yes, it's so user-friendly. Mm
0: -hmm. The third
1: tool that I
0: really love is actually inside of Pinterest itself. And it's called Pinterest trends. So whenever you have a business account, if you go up to the top of analytics and in the dropdown at the very bottom, it says trends. And you can type in keywords in your industry to see like peak times during the year that something is trending that way you can publish your content a little bit ahead of time to catch that wave. And it's just really good predictor of trends. And you can just really plan ahead using that tool. You can plan your content ahead of time if you know what's going to be trending in four months.
1: Yes. And I've often heard that it's good to know plan ahead about three or four months so that you're posting ahead of the trend there or the season.
0: Yeah, it's good to get stuff up you know, like two, sometimes three months ahead of time. So like if you're really heavy in holiday content, you need to be posting that stuff in like October. You just kind of need to stay ahead. So Pinterest has time to index your content. So Mm -hmm. like it can get to know your content. So it knows who to show it to in certain searches and stuff. It just, it's a search Mm -hmm. engine. So it's going to work different from Instagram, folks.
1: Yep, that's it. Well, Sarah, one of my mantras here on the podcast and in our mentorship, which you're a part of now, is community grows opportunity. And while I believe Instagram is very community friendly, I don't know that I've ever thought of Pinterest as that way. Am I wrong about that? Are there ways we should be using Pinterest to interact with others? How important is that? So, it is wanting to become
0: more community friendly than it is right now. They're kind of working, Pinterest is kind of working its way toward a community, but it's just not there yet. Create idea pins. If you want to start fostering a sense of community, create idea pins. So, idea pins are pretty similar to like Instagram stories, but they don't expire after 24 hours, they live on. So you create a batch of, of like Instagram stories, so to speak. And they're all in a group. So you can have it on a certain subject, multiple slides on a certain subject. And that is deemed as one pin. And it will start showing up in searches. And people can comment on these things. In fact, Ruthie, our friend, Jamie Bailey with Expedition Marriage, she sent me this screenshot just the other day. They're one of my monthly clients. And they posted a repurposed... They repurposed their Instagram Reel. They just downloaded it and then uploaded it to Pinterest as an idea, pin because you can do that. Mm -hmm. And someone commented on it and they said, I found you guys through Pinterest and I have listened to your podcast ever since. Mm -hmm. So the fact that someone took the time to say that was really great. But if you have a podcast, Pinterest is a great way to start getting more listeners. But that shows how Idea Pens are really trying to start fostering that community aspect. You can react, you can like, drop a heart, you can comment. So, Idea Pens, if you're trying to start growing community, is the way to go on Pinterest. Okay.
1: And so, we could repurpose our Instagram stories or reels over there.
0: Yes, you can. Yes, you can download your Instagram stories as long as they're well done and cohesive, Mm -hmm. like one cohesive thought, then download those, upload them as an idea
1: pin. Okay, that's great. That's a great way to repurpose them.
0: Yes, absolutely. Pinterest is strictly a repurposing platform. You do not have to create fresh content other than designing a pin for Pinterest. It's not like you're designing a brand new blog post and you're putting it on Mm -hmm. Pinterest only. No. No, you take your YouTube videos and create a pin. You take your podcast episode, you create a pin. You take your blog
1: posts and you create a pin. It's strictly a repurposing platform. Yes, because people are always searching for information. So Sarah, what are your top three tips? Your top three Pinterest tips that they're like your go-to people need to know and put into action.
0: Three things. Number one, make a business account. It is 100% free. You do not have to pay anything. This is not necessarily a pay-to-play platform. I've never done ads for any of my clients ever. It's all been organic. So get a business account set up today. Number two, make everything searchable. Knowing your keywords is so Important because it's a search engine. Don't just slap something up because it looks pretty and call it a day. Yay, done. No, it needs to be drenched in keywords. So that means your pins, whenever you download your pin from Canva, you need to rename it from 1.png, actually, name it with keywords in it. You need to put keywords in your profile description, your profile name, your boards, your board descriptions, everything needs to be keyword rich because as we talked about earlier, Pinterest does play so well with Google. So like I said, if you want better SEO, get on Pinterest.
1: And you know, one way we can relate this to Instagram too, is once you've got those SEO terms down for your brand, then all you have to do is to connect the dots for a nice system Keyword rich bio in your Instagram, as well as your content that you're posting every week. So it really can do double duty there once you get that nailed down. That's so great.
0: Number three. So my third tip for Pinterest, just start. Don't overthink it. I know Pinterest can feel like a very overwhelming platform because it's so different. Like Facebook, we understand. Instagram. We understand. You can kind of understand YouTube. It's pretty straightforward. Pinterest, on the other hand, because it's a search engine, it's so darn different. But I have a free course that'll help you like get started. You're going to set up your account, learn how to create your keyword bank. You're going to create your first pin. I mean, all of it. Create a board cover. I'll show you step by step exactly how to do that. And you can get that free course at motesdesign.com slash Aom for Authentic Online Marketing. My last name is Moat. So motesdesign.com slash A-O-M is where you can get that free course.
1: That's great. And if you forget that, we will put the links in the top of the show notes as well, along with Sarah's information so that you can just click on there and access that very important resource. Thank you, Sarah. So you've been using Instagram for a while and recently joined my Insider Mentorship. And actually, I remember you chasing me down to join. So why was that so important to you?
0: Well, like you said, yes, I had several clients. I think I had three clients last year who were all a part of your program. And they were like, oh, you know, and Ruthie said, or, oh, we learned this from Ruthie. And I just kind of felt a little bit of FOMO. Like, Oh, I want to be a part of that. That sounds like fun. So the reason why I did chase you down in the DMS and start that conversation two two reasons, really, number one is the accountability aspect. Like I know I need to be on Instagram, but it's like, ugh, I don't have, like, I'm, I'm just not allocating the, the right amount of time to make a reel or make a post or whatever. And so I knew if I had a little bit of pressure on me, I could probably get it done. (laughs) Mm -hmm, So that's mm -hmm. the first reason. And number two, I really loved the small, close-knit community aspect of it and just getting to know other kingdom-minded women, kingdom-minded entrepreneurial women. And we need those business buddies, you know?
1: We do. And the more that we rub shoulders with and support one another, the more potential there is for business. That's not why we're going into it, but that is a result of it. And that's something that we really do try to foster in our mentorship. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, well, what is Ruthie's mentorship? You can come talk to me or send me a DM or... You can hit our new website, AuthenticOnlineMarketing.com and go to the toolbar at the top of the menu and you can see mentorship and you can hit that link and then you can read all about it and how you can get into that or apply or qualify to join. And it may be time for you to lean into community just like Sarah was. We have share threads and feedback and lots of support but mostly actions to propel you forward to make sure you're being consistent on the platform. Because honestly, that seems to be the biggest bottleneck that I see with Instagram is inconsistency. So Sarah, I love that you felt like that was important enough that you needed an accountability group. And we're very pleased to have you. So let's talk about Instagram for a minute. Just a minute. This has been about Pinterest. So do you feel like Instagram is a substantial platform for generating funds and is this working for you?
0: Heck to the yes, it is. (laughs) It (laughs) definitely is. I looked through my accounting software last night and I said, I wanna know exactly how much money I got from leads on Instagram last year for 2021. Okay. So about 25.4, that's how exact I was. 25.4% of my income for last year in 2021 came from leads on Instagram, like conversations in the DMs. It's like, that was it. That's all Mm -hmm. I had to do. A whole quarter of my income came from Instagram.
1: And don't you think that's probably because you're not just always talking about your business, but you're giving little tips and you're leaning into community? then others in the community have passed the word along. And then you're just kind of having some conversations there in Messenger, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really it.
0: Referrals, uh, whenever someone gets results, they'll share it. And then someone else will, like one of their followers will will message me and say, I'm really lost when it comes to Pinterest, help (laughs) me. And I'll say, yes, Sarah, let me help you. And it, please like, Y'all, if you have a question, feel free to DM me. I'm not going to try and sell you or like, I'm not salesy in the DMs. I'm just having conversations. I'm just trying to help you out because you have a message that needs to be shared and we can get that on Pinterest. That's it.
1: Yes, that's it. Exactly. As you've seen today, Sarah knows all the ins and outs of Pinterest. So Sarah, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you? First
0: of all, Instagram. I love Instagram. So if you search Sarah, S-A-R-A, no H. Mm -hmm. I am not the Bible, Sarah. I am the Fleetwood Mac song, Sarah. S-A-R-A dot motes. That's where I am on Instagram. Go track me down. Send me a DM. I'd love to talk to you. And if you want to check out my website or see any of the offers, the course, the free course, any of it, go to motesdesign.com. Motes is spelled M-O-T-E-S.
1: Yes, and I always remember how to spell your name because S-A-R-A, that's exactly how my daughter-in-law spells her name, who was the wife of my fabulous audio engineer, my son. Yes. All right, so all the information will be in the show notes for Sarah. Look for her freebie to get you started on Pinterest. Re-listen to this again, share it. If you've gotten some value out of it, go follow Sarah. I know I learned a few new things myself even. You're just gonna love her. She's so fun and just an awesome person. So since the taping of this podcast, we have launched our brand new website, AuthenticOnlineMarketing.com. Head over there and check it out. We have the podcast is housed there now instead of at RuthieGray.Mom. If you want parenting advice, go to RuthieGray.Mom. But now everything Instagram related is over on AuthenticOnlineMarketing.com, including our Authentic Online Marketing School and our mentorship and the podcast and even information about my coaching so head over there admire the beauty of it sarah's work she is fantastic and thank you again so much for coming today sarah
0: you're so welcome i had such a great time